0: Good morning. Sunday
1: morning. Good morning. Sunday morning and welcome back to the Sunday morning podcast. Uh Or the Tuesday night podcast released on a Sunday morning, depends on what you prefer. But I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. The Sunday morning podcast is a regularly scheduled, rigorously regimented production that wasn't gone for three weeks. It was never gone. It was always right there where it meant the most in your heart.
0: I mean, yeah, the thing about if the Sunday morning podcast is if you go to your podcast player of choice on a Sunday morning there will be episodes there
1: yeah it's true
0: no we never said they would be new (laughs) (laughs) oh they're there you can go back you can listen to episode three episode uh four
1: and be careful Uh, one of the the ones in the 30s still isn't up I think it's like 33 just don't say that one (laughs)
0: You can even listen episode 6
1: We are ready <laughs> to do A new episode I'm trying to start the new episode I'm not allowed to I'm Alex hmm. You guys know me uh, We've got uh, our fearless producer Lyle Hey, I'm, I'm here We've got Doink
0: Everyone's scared to say my name last forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doink is eating dried apricots directly into the microphone. Good. Uh, Good we do not have Zach this week uh, because Zach ha- is suffering I'm last about after, after the, f-
2: the motherfucker who's not here, who is actively passing away, who is being carted yeah. off to the morgue, and I am in life. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I need to introduce his condition.
1: Zach is dying of probably four to five separate illnesses right now. I'm not going to release this motherfucker's, you know, medical history onto the airwaves, but he <laughs> episode sixty five the pod Breaks HIPAA violations. He is <laughs> he needs to go to the fucking hospital. I hope he's I hope he's on his way there right now,
0: I think, but I think he might not be, but In my heart of hearts, he is on the way.
1: (laughs) He should be. Uh, And we got Tom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They haven't come back yet.
1: And we got Tom. (laughs) Tom (laughs) is also being carted away to the morgue
0: now. (laughs) Tom left left.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a bit. They actually just legitimately left. All right. Well, that's us. Uh,
0: And we got Tom. tom (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Jesus. (laughs) How
0: is the comedic timing (laughs) that good?
1: (laughs) (laughs) This week, we wanted to talk about the two things that are on everybody's mind. And that's uh, one bad thing, which is uh, Roe v. Wade being taken away. And one good thing which is crypto as a whole uh, crashing through the fucking floor. Who knew that crypto was so closely related to women's rights?
2: I don't I think had a that's feeling. The- Expand, <laughs> please, Lyle. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, Lyle, no this yeah, is good. On. This is good. Let's start the show off like this, Lyle. Please continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I everybody in the fucking United States has seen it. I don't need to explain to the listeners. 'Cause you guys are all uh beautiful and smart and you're our favorite people. Uh but they took away reproductive rights. Uh they're about to cast that vote um and re- uh repeal Roe v. Wade.
0: Allegedly. Yeah. They're, they're gonna fucking happen. <laughs> it's gonna, do happen. It. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. happen.
1: Don't don't allegedly me.
0: I don't know. Listen. Gotta cope.
1: Yeah, I mean it fuck. It's it's difficult. <laughs> To deal with even as a person who doesn't have a uterus, you know, it's yeah. Scary. It affects
0: everyone quite literally.
1: Well, not people who aren't having sex.
0: It does <clears throat> the incels win this one. Congratulations so, everybody. Listeners,
1: you guys are safe. Uh however, <laughs> we on we on the podcast here. However, are also uh, as safe. a podcast
0: of sex havers, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I didn't see it coming eventually, but um you You feel kind of stupid for thinking that it wouldn't happen while a Democrat's in office.
2: (laughs) Yes, that's, that's exactly my point. It's like, I at least thought they were going to wait until like 2024 to just kind of like roll over and, and do absolutely nothing about it. Um, Especially because
0: it's kind of, you know, it's their tried and true method of winning the midterms. Maybe, But this is a little bit more of a gamble than I think I'm willing to laugh at. Because like usually it's like, oh, haha, student loans, ooh, haha, maybe immigration, Uh, ooh, like let's do something silly and make everyone vote for us at midterms and make it sound really scary. And now it's like, no, we're gonna actually um, encroach on your personal rights. Yeah, I'm genuinely
1: interested to see how the midterms turn out because like we you know all of the sort of base level stuff we know we know you know republicans are gonna um you know repeal the actual act itself you know we've seen a lot of uh states starting to pass laws restricting access to plan b condoms shit like that that's all sort of a, a given what i don't know is how like the normal Voting populace is going to react. You know, are they going to get real racist with it, like Americans love to do, or are they going to, you know, vote blue no matter who? I think they're going
2: to go crazy with the fascism on this one. I think that, like, that is
0: for the Democrats across the board. Yeah.
2: Like, it is, I mean, one of the biggest issues that we have seen recently is like all of these QAnon people, all of these, like, far right, like, extremists are running for local seats they are getting in on school boards governorships uh mayorships like whatever it is that they can get their claws into they have been doing and it is going to only strengthen them at a national level yeah. and it's yeah. it, it's like doing said it, it's like it's they always like to to flout some some bullshit every midterm and say, "Ah, aren't you scared? These guys are going to take this away. And it's like, they've done that. They already let them take it away. And even without States that are actively making new legislation to ban abortions, there are a number of States. I think it's like in the twenties that have laws that automatically go back into place. The minute that Roe v Wade is overturned. Like it it was Uh, was 26.
1: I think last I saw Jesus fucking Christ. That's, like more than half.
0: There's like you can count on your fingers and toes how not even your toes. You don't need your toes to count how many <laughs> states have protected abortion rights. Yeah, that's cool.
2: And and Dems are are going to ride that into literal fascism. And it's like, I mean, at this point, they've done fuck all for everybody so far. Why would they start now?
1: The the thing that surprises me the most is that they're not even pretending. Like for yeah, 50 nope. 60 years the Dems main thing has been pretending to care about political theater. Yeah, abortion rights and stuff. And this time like fucking Amy Klobuchar is like we need a big tent to include to include anti-choice Democrats and it's just
2: like we need a big tent to th- What well, we fucking need a big yeah. tent? For Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: I I think that we should Dyatlov pass the tent that has the anti-choice Democrats in it.
0: <laughs> Sounds good, <laughs> or just all of them. Uh, good
1: point. Good point. It is interesting, though, how some of sort of the the mask has slipped across the board. Like uh, the Republicans have also sort of attempted to at least pretend to not be like violently evil a little bit. Like they still did the actual you know they passed laws and they made you know legislation and shit and court rulings that were evil but they pretended to be nice and you know willing to you know be normal human beings and they've taken that mask off and the democrats have taken off their mask of you know pretending to to not be republicans <laughs> it's 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 very interesting to me that now like i haven't there's no event that seems to have sparked any of this. It's just like everybody decided to stop pretending I've, the you know, I, it, it's weird. I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around where it started. I think a lot of it
0: is COVID.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, think? I think, yes, like, absolutely.
0: The absolute realization that they can stomp all over us.
1: Yeah. I mean, like
0: it- openly, like they knew they could do it before, but like you're getting away with unprecedented amounts of like, there's a million people, a million people are dead. A million yeah. people are dead. and Murdered.
1: And that's just the official number, right? Like, it's <laughs> definitely more number. than that.
0: It's like you, it's it was, and I, and I hate to come full circle and like sound not full circle, but come to the other side and sound like what all those I hate
2: f- to make a coaching sick point. Little,
0: <laughs> sick little freaks have been saying, but it's like, it was like a bit of a I don't, I wouldn't call COVID a wealth transfer like those little freaks are saying, but I would, I would would say like a power transfer for sure. Like wealth transfer is also does fit,
1: but I mean, it literally was a wealth transfer. I don't think it
0: was a coordinated wealth transfer. Yeah. I I don't think think it was coordinated,
1: but I think they seized the opportunity.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, I would also be willing to bet that a bit of it was uh 2020 protests. Probably that leading directly into COVID upheaval. I mean, it, it it all started with the the SCOTUS appointments. Like as soon as that happened, Texas passes their six week ban or whatever it was. And like everything that's happening now, at least as pertaining to abortion, is directly related to that. It's as soon as they saw an opportunity, they took it. Which we all should have seen coming. Like that's not a surprise, but I mean, as far as the mask off and stuff, I mean, shit.
0: Mask has been off, but it's they yeah. don't have it anymore. They can't even find it to go e- put it back on.
2: Exactly. Since since fucking nine eleven, they have I, I swear to God, like literally since nine eleven, they have had the mask somewhere loosely kind of in their like yeah. in their pocket could fumble around for it, put it they back like, on. They pulled it once off and while. were wearing
1: it like a hat like there it was go. not on the face anymore but it was yeah, just kind of like, like, like oh,
0: hanging out lose up here the
1: thread of this metaphor here.
0: No, it's good. It's intact. I, do you <laughs> but, need me to go get a mask?
1: I'll, I'll then- demonstrate visually in our audio not medium.
0: A, yeah. Like a Batman mask, not like a you know, you kind of just have I it I was up thinking on more there.
2: like a Jim Carrey's the mask mask. That
0: too, that could work.
2: But I think that I don't I don't know. I honestly don't know who said it. It's literally just been an exercise in seeing how much people, are like they can, they just see now how much they can walk all over people. It has completely and entirely been an exercise in authoritarianism and what people will put up with. And as it turns out, the American people are willing to put up with a lot of fucking bullshit and continue. They're
1: not just willing, they're horny for it. They're like really, really into
2: what's going on right now. They love it. Yeah, it's like you saw I mean for for fucking years.
0: It's like we have fucking Jen Saki when she like literally doesn't even have this job anymore. Is that how you pronounce her name? That's how I say it. Okay. Good. I feel like that's how you say it also. I I think like it pa- is. That's how pa-sacki, I've been saying it. It's like Saki. Which Saki.
1: I've been saying Pasaki like the same way you would say pastrami. <laughs>
0: yep. They're that's they're very phonetically similar. That's very intelligent.
1: <laughs> if you look into the etymology,
0: <laughs> it comes from the Greek word. Uh, no. And she, um,
1: you know, she does as much good. She actually probably does less good for the country than, you know, a, a big slab of cured meat would.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Actually.
0: But she's up there literally like her response to people being like, why is baby formula? non-existent in the store she's like damn that that's definitely an issue next question like (laughs) literally
1: yeah yeah that's that's the other thing about the mask coming off is the messaging has
2: slipped as well they don't care they don't have to give a shit at all like at all they just act like it's an inconvenience and that's it yeah, it used to be that the the
1: president or the vice president would go to the steps of the Supreme Court and, you know, speak to the protesters and be like, you know, we're with you, blah, 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 and at least attempt to do some of the political theater. And now it's literally just Biden tweets out and says, man, that fucking sucks. And that's it. I Like, I don't know, even even outside of any of the the real world impacts that has I don't know how you just failed that bad at messaging.
2: Like, how how are your PR people that bad?
0: We but sound that's way the thing. more surprised than we are. Too. It's like. it's
2: not that it that they just yeah. fucked it up. It was the perfect opportunity for them in 2016. They had progressives on one side with with people like Bernie Sanders, and then you have on the other side like. Actual literal fascists. And so then whenever they choose the obvious milk toast bullshit candidate that they fucking chose, like and they planned on losing. They planned on losing with Joe Biden and then saying, oh, it's the progressives' fault. And then they fucking won and had no idea what to do and stood there with their fucking dicks in their hands. Because they were just completely they were just as taken off guard by by them winning as as we were. And it was just a lot of momentum for a lot of I, bullshit. It was just momentum for fucking bullshit for them to fucking lie to our faces and have people jerk off while they're watching these fucking press releases where they tell you that you're a stupid piece of shit and you deserve to fucking die because you don't make your boss enough goddamn money.
1: Yep. In, in all seriousness, I think that it's... A, I think, Tom, you're right. And I, I'm, the past few weeks more than ever, I, I'm not quite tinfoil hat padding it and saying that they planned it but i do think that trump winning the presidency has been the absolute best thing for the democratic party oh yeah because it's allowed them to shift the messaging and and the priorities of their voters to completely disregard policy or sentiment at all like you you say that the messaging has like changed or that they're failing it but i don't think they are i don't think it matters if they take a stance on abortion rights anymore because all that matters anymore is taking a stance against republicans which is what republicans have been doing since 2004 and the democrats are just happy they were finally able to catch up because they don't have to campaign for anything now they don't have to believe in anything now they just have to not be the red one they have to be the blue one Mm -hmm. i mean i i think they they are failing though because even with you know, even like I, I agree that they're not focusing on policy anymore, but even if you look at their goals as they are, which is to fundraise off of tragedy and to further the Democratic Party, you know, the corporation that is the Democratic Party at the expense of the American people, that they're not even managing to do that well. Like they're not holding rallies and they're not doing things that would bring in money and um, and support to the. Democratic capitalist machine—they're not even doing that. I like—I don't—I don't don't know where they're expecting to even get the money that they, you know, the fucking money that they're greedy for from.
2: I do. It's from fucking insider trading. It's all these people fucking do, and it's all that's been going on for the last like six (laughs) fucking years, and it's how they make all. That's why they don't give a shit anymore. They're like, that's why they don't. Oh wait, we can just do whatever we want. And it the answer Their is yes. core
0: is the core is non-existent. Like there's no you know, there's people who vote Democrat because they have to. It's like that shit is slipping away, like person by person, day by day. It's like I don't
2: like functionally at this point, literally, what is the difference between West Virginia electing Joe Manchin versus whatever fucking, Eric whatever Adams other in fucking New York City? dope
0: is Yeah, like
2: like, I just I, I don't understand <laughs> the, same like, the difference of government, between.
0: but <laughs> same fucking person. Might yeah, as well be. And it's like, yeah, all of these people
2: are completely and entirely interchangeable. And it's why they work so well within the machine, because they are forgettable. They are nobody. And yeah, and that and that's why
1: you end up with the, uh you know, bringing it back to what we were actually trying to talk about. Fucking Roe v. Wade. They had that Senate vote uh, a few days ago. And it failed, you know, as everybody knew it would, forty nine to fifty one. And the one that broke the party lines was Joe Manchin, President Joe Manchin. You know, at the end of the day, Joe Manchin is not; he's not the the one holding it up. Joe Manchin is interchangeable with Kristen Cinema is interchangeable with literally any other Republican out there. He he just he exists simply to be you know, a a block. So at the end of the day, the vote fails. They know the vote was gonna fail. And it doesn't matter who voted for what, because the votes were always 4951. Always, 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 no matter what party, no matter what
2: organization, 4951. End of story. And oh. the way that you know beyond just that, that they don't give a shit is all the Madison Cawthorn stuff. Madison Cawthorn spoke out about one thing and they hit the big, giant, oh, yeah. the big, giant emergency button. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to talk about that. They hit the big old Ooh, gay button wee. that they've got for every, every Republican uh, representative. <laughs> we also have one of those buttons. And yes, we uh, do have Sunday one of those. The Ours is a
0: different word, but yes. <laughs> we do have the button. <laughs>
1: the, prob- the problem with our gay button is we hit it episode one and we just rocked it. Yeah, no, that's fair. but it's
2: like. It's like you mean to tell me that the dude who who makes 14 times as much money off of selling off stocks before they go bankrupt who has a yacht who is also a literal goddamn coal baron like you're meaning to tell me that you guys have absolutely no way of either making him comply or making him pay for what he's done and that's I just if you can see that if you can see what is happening like that man has absolutely killed a, a, a fucking twink on his yacht at some point. Like, he has thrown somebody overboard in a coke and and, and booze-fueled rage, and he has murdered Listen,
1: somebody. Listen, who, who among us has-
0: They've got worse stuff Go on, on him too. You know that they do. Yes! yes. That, absolutely! It's going to come out, and it's just going to continue. It's mob style.
1: If the Republicans can just slam the big button- And drop like literally, I think it's been like eight different pieces of of uh, Oppo research on Madison Cawthorn. You know, if they can just clearly, you know, burn this man into the ground after he says like one bad thing against him, you know, there's got there's got to be a big bucket of evil shit that Joe Manchin's done that the Democrats are keeping in in some like basement file storage. You just you just dump the bucket out on the table. And tell him that you're going to release all of it if he doesn't vote the way you want. And then you get but, fucking Roe v. Wade codified into law. It's but easy. They don't want him to vote that way, though, is the problem. They want him to continue to be Joe Manchin well, so that yeah. they can continue to pl- to uh, fucking run on codifying Roe v. Wade in the midterms. And despite the fact that they will run on that, President Biden will still be out there in West Virginia campaigning for Joe Manchin. I'm doing a fun little thought exercise where the
2: Democratic Party isn't also fascists. I'm doing a fun little thought exercise where I... (laughs) I take Joe Manchin.
0: (laughs) It is funny for Madison Cawthorn. It's funny for Madison Cawthorn to be like, "Uh, they fuck. And they're like, oh, we fuck? (laughs) (laughs) We fuck? No. We're, we're gonna show you what fucking is And then we got to see the weirdest Dry humping <laughs> video of all time My favorite thing about the
1: Madison Cathorn stuff Is is that no one's denied any of it
2: Yeah like,
0: Oh he came right out no, he, he was he like that video of it. me I was playing
2: Yeah he's like, he's like Oh yeah that was my cousin He's like hey you guys remember how you thought I was banging that dude Don't worry it's my cousin It's like <laughs> 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 Yeah <laughs> Is that right? It's called (laughs) blurry video. You could you could have denied it. I mean, it was it was like eight. I mean, it was it was eight fucking pixels. Like it literally looks like it was shot on like a fucking razor cell phone in like two thousand nine.
1: So Roe v. Wade.
0: (laughs) This is all related to
1: that. It's true. It's it's just. I don't
0: need to talk about that, man. They're gonna tell me I can't get a hysterectomy because I'm not married, and I don't need to. God damn it, man. So many people are going to die.
1: Well, the, I mean, the the further, the further reaching consequences, though, is that people are not going to die just from fucking uh, just Unsafe from abortion related stuff. It's people going to be everything. <laughs> I mean, they're like they're restricting access to condoms. F- Missouri just tried to pass that bill. I think they actually did pass the bill restricting access to birth control and condoms. You know, what the fuck's gonna happen when somebody gets syphilis and they can't go and get their syphilis treated because it's, you know, a a contraceptive. Uh, They're going to ban fucking out of wedlock for sure. That's gonna happen. Listen, uh, our lord god banned fucking out of wedlock uh, many years ago (laughs) and uh, heathens were... uh, That's it,
2: heathens the super <laughs> grim thing about all of this is that, like, this is just absolutely the direction that the Democratic Party is headed in. They are going to continually cede basic human rights, and then they're going to say, don't you want these back? Wasn't it nice? Wasn't it nice to have human rights? Well, you yeah. should vote for us. And then they're still going to continue to do fuck all, and they're just going to continue to cede them, and they're going to do it every, every two goddamn years. And it makes me want to— on the White House goddamn lawn.
0: That's going to be a fun beat.
2: Yeah, you can do that anyway. Um, you can do that now.
0: <laughs> I just want to say condoms are not uh, getting rest- access restricted to them. That is a product of people on Twitter who are trying to sensationalize what is actually in these bills to get a bunch of likes. Missouri is only... Their trigger law is to ban emergency contraceptives. So that's plan mm. B. Okay, um, well... I mean, with the fucking
1: ghouls that run my state, I fully goddamn believed that. Hundred percent did not. It's insane that that it doesn't
0: feel like that's something that's off the table. You're like, damn, yeah. How are we gonna get condoms? That's seems like ultimate disaster world times ten scenario. But it's still good. But you know panning plan B is just as bad. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what I am looking yeah. forward to though is we're going to get a Democratic Party ad that's like, you know how the only thing they'll let you do now is jack off? What if you could fuck too? Hi, we're the Democratic Party. No. And we're, <laughs> we're going to let Boo. you. They'll fuck. never
0: be that cool. <laughs> yeah, no. The forced parenthood idea is just crazy you know when you think about it when you think about how well this services them because of how many workers we just lost to mm-hmm. uh, a virus Yeah,
1: that's it's even like, more grim
0: you're just like oh no we're they, they they have literally said we need a supply a domestic supply of infants those are actual words in legislation and they're horrible words. Like Listen, those. That is the that is three sentence three word horror
1: story for me. We've got nine justices. What Let's if make there were less than, What if there were <laughs> less than nine justices?
0: Yeah. Okay. What if That's all a, the justices took a, a me group to say that.
2: <laughs> field trip to <laughs> <Sorry>. Central Park? <laughs> Alex is like, look, Doink, I appreciate your input as a person with the uterus, <laughs> but, but I've got a but really funny joke that I would like to get off real quick. I'm they're literally not
0: going to get let me get a hysterectomy.
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: They literally have laughed in my face before. It is the strangest feeling when and you ask a doctor Jesus something, Christ. like a sincere question, when you say, hey, like, I, I, personally... I don't like hormonal birth control because it makes me feel insane, which is super valid. And she's like, okay, so like there's one IUD that you can get. And I was like, yeah, but like, what if I don't want to have kids and I want a hysterectomy? And she goes, we can talk about that later. Oh my God. What do you do when a medical professional talks to you like that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand how that's not like a huge breach of ethics. Like how is that? any different from somebody not filling your birth control <laughs> prescription because of their religious beliefs?
0: You know, um, if- because it's an elective procedure and they can kind of just like talk you out of it. And there are states where you legally need to have a spouse and you also have to have your spouse's yeah. permission. New York isn't one of those places, yeah. but I can tell. And, you and know, this, is
1: just- yeah,
0: this is before Roe v. Wade related shit. This is just
1: right now. <laughs> yes. Like that's that's the you probably will literally not be able to not like, oh, they're gonna laugh at me and it's gonna be hard to get one. You probably will just flat out never be able to get one if all the shit that's happening goes through. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: That's why I'm trying to get on it now. Yeah, go, go, go. Go, 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 go.
2: Yeah. While I still have health insurance, I'm trying to get a visit. Slip snap. snap. (laughs) I found a place that takes my insurance that is
0: uh-huh, not too yeah. far from
2: me. Yeah, so we'll see. I saw some guy, he was like, oh yeah, my vasectomy cost $25. I was like, what? Yeah, that's so sick.
0: And you just like, get to like, lay in bed for a week? Christ.
2: I know, that's what I... I have my second dick surgery in adulthood.
0: You get to be... You get to lay in bed and be like, oh, my dick, for a week, and no one can get mad at you. That's
1: I mean, sick. I hope they're not doing a vasectomy on your dick. Yes, correct. Did all three of us make the same joke? <laughs> I think <laughs> so.
2: No, I was just going to say My that, that what, whatever it be. is, like, I'm, I'm really not worried about about the vasectomy. What it cannot be worse than adult circumcision. Tony hey, yeah. said his dad was out mowing the lawn the next day. Nice. With his vasectomy or adult circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was talking about adult circumcision until you I brought was, it I was, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I brought it up, and then Lyle responded immediately afterwards. Let's just say both. <laughs> Fuck it. So our friend Tony, his dad got circumcised at the age of 45. <laughs> and we thought this would be fun to share with you on our podcast.
1: Yeah, we're not going to share Zach's medical wow. history, but all oh, this this random fucking guy. <laughs> Let's get his ass. Uh, we are missing one major. I mean, I don't think saying Tony's this.
2: dad got circumcised is a HIPAA violation. No, he's
1: Italian. It's yeah. it's fine. So, but
0: HIPAA doesn't apply to us. Yes, exactly. Thank
1: you. That's not okay. Um, fuck it. You're right. So, the the big thing we should be talking about, more important than you know bodily autonomy or reproductive rights, is uh, that the sanctity of the institution of the Supreme Court was violated. That's right. Someone uh manned their way in, and they they leaked it, and that's a lot more important, or at least that is what every major news outlet in the country is telling me. I guarantee you, like... They, uh, all you're right all the media outlets were trying to make it out like you know something got like stolen or whatever I guarantee you one of the justices is fucking stupid enough to just leave the brief like laying out on their desk and some clerk just like walked by and went yoink and picked they him. like
0: texted someone about it they're like yo this is yeah. crazy we I, just voted to overturn Roe v. Wade
1: like hey I mean, could you look- proofread this for me and they like send it to the wrong person or something I'm sure it was something
2: that fucking stupid I'm sorry it's like you are worried about the sanctity of a group of nine like syphilitic ridden like Alzheimer's patients you're worried not about elected. those fucking people and what and what their status means to the United States people who serve until they fucking die Diane Feinstein can't remember where what fucking room she's walking into and she is not the only person there are so many people well into their damn 80s who are making laws about your life and my life, and it's these fucking people. Like, if you are worried about the sanctity of the Supreme Court, like you're a lost fucking cause. You are a lost fucking cause. Well, a lot of that has to do with I was I was
1: gonna say something about this earlier, but the I mean the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats, or you know, in on the court where you're not allowed to, you know, be part of a party, the conservatives and the liberals is that the liberals are just all fucking dweebs. You know, the people who are worried about the sanctity of Supreme Courts are fucking nerds. And it's all the people on the left side of the spectrum. And they're all just, you know, looking at the report like, wow, the the sanctity of the legal system is being disturbed. Whereas the conservatives are like, damn, that's crazy. The policy that we wanted is passing. Who gives a shit? Liberals really do just love to be fucking dorks. Yeah, like fucking dweebs. At the end of the day, the sanctity of the institution that has existed for less than two hundred uh well over two hundred years, right? I don't don't ask me to do fucking math. I don't know. This is a podcast. It's a relatively young institution. Who gives a shit? The rules don't matter. Obviously, fair, yeah, yeah. You don't. can just break them, and nobody gives a shit. I mean, the only people who are going to care are people with blue wave emojis in their Twitter bios. So,
0: speaking of nobody cares, crypto is going to die.
1: Well, no, I care about that I care quite a, lot a bit. About actually, well, <laughs> <because it's funny. laughs>
0: you know what I mean. Not caring I, in the fun way. The I, cool, saw,
1: I saw, I saw a tweet, um, and I I looked it up and confirmed it. If you had purchased, uh, I believe it was Bitcoin. It was either Bitcoin or Ethereum. If you had purchased a uh, hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin um, back,
0: it was uh, uh, Luna actually, which Luna, is yeah. one yeah. of no, the no, no. Like- Luna
1: was the one that fell through the floor.
0: Luna is yes, one of the coin that was like the fourth most popular coin like a month and a half ago. If you had
1: this oh. was a this was a different one that I was oh, okay. T- Luna did still fall through the floor, but. This one it was if you bought hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin back when the Super Bowl ad came out that Matt it's Damon was gay. in, you would have like you would have like forty dollars worth now. Guy who's like months
0: Bitcoin because of a Matt Damon Super Bowl ad. <laughs> guy who puts his guy who puts his life savings into a meme coin because he saw a commercial
2: with Matt um, yeah, Damon. No, of but all Luna people. is like
0: Luna is the meme coin that kind of is fascinating me right now because it seems to be the one where the most people have sunk everything they have into it. Yeah. And it is now worth less than a penny.
1: Yeah. And it was like a buck and a half. Yeah. Like a month ago, right? So it's Mm -hmm. lost almost, you know, like 98% of its value.
2: value.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Good. It's not not like Dogecoin where it was worth, worth two
2: cents and now it's worth one cent. I think something that's really funny that is really positive that's going to come out of this is Eric Adams' first paycheck as mayor being <laughs> negative $600 because of this.
1: Because so he good. took it in
2: crypto, right? He yeah. took his
1: first paycheck in crypto. So it's decreased in value by like 50%. And then he had to pay taxes, though, on the original value. Yes, so it was,
0: um, he received his first, first paycheck of $5,900. Uh, Bitcoin fell by 55%, meaning his paycheck is worth $26.55. Uh, but he has to pay his forty-five percent income tax on the original amount, which brings you to a grand total of negative six hundred dollars. And granted, you know, Bitcoin is a little bit more resilient, it will go back up. And, and he only like, took
1: that first one in crypto, I think. I think I the rest think of he's the more
2: that's way I, yeah. Funnier. I thought he said he was taking them all.
0: I think it's either all of them, or maybe the first one entirely, and then like a portion going forward. <laughs> but either way, it's a lot of money that will depreciate uh,
2: at wit. So, well, Eric Adams, buddy, I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. I do He's not accept Bitcoin. <laughs> I feel a little bit
1: bad for some of these people because they're Boo. because. <laughs> I mean, there are legitimately people, like you said, that put every cent they had into crypto and are basically penniless now and are like, I'm going to kill myself. And it, it just sucks that there are people who are that down because of economic loss.
0: I feel bad but that their brains work that way.
1: If you're stupid enough to put all your money into a volatile asset, you get what you get.
0: Don't invest more than you can afford to lose. Like, that is the one... It's just fucking gambling. It's It's the same rules as
2: gambling. Here's my thing about that. Yes, it sucks that there are regular people who aren't oppressors, they are not the ruling class. They are not people who own capital, who exploit workers, who lost a lot of money in this. However, it's not like crypto is a new thing. It's not like this is yeah. brand new, and people no. are like, "Oh shit, you shouldn't get into that." And you just kind of have the, you know, you get the benefit of the doubt of not knowing. It's like there has been a giant flashing fucking sign above everybody's head for the last two and a half years, saying, "Hey man, longer this is a really bad fucking idea." Yeah, sorry, this I just is mean why like have more so in the fun mainstream of you conscience. for that long we've been making
0: fun of these people for so long (laughs) and it's like there is a like if i
2: were to go to a business and there's a giant flashing neon sign outside the front that says give us your money we're not a ponzi scheme that's not the place i'm going to invest (laughs) one hundred and fifty thousand fucking dollars and it's like if your excuse is that you're illiterate in tech and you don't know about it Okay, that sucks. Don't invest all your money into something that you don't know anything about. Don't invest in fucking cryptocurrency, the thing that only exists online if you're illiterate in tech.
1: I I I feel I feel bad for them in the same way I feel bad for um people who uh lost money in like the 2008 housing crisis because the crypto crypto basically takes advantage of Uneducated people or idiots. It's the same principle as them saying, hey, you can afford a $700,000 loan when the you can is, realistically house, only afford a house. A house
0: is a real thing. No, I know. That I know. You can ha- it's that you can have and like you have to have. And my, you my point, my point it
1: being and that you can touch it. I do not feel bad for a stupid individual. <laughs> I do feel bad for somebody who has gotten hoodwinked by essentially another extension of the capitalist state.
0: I do think that those people though are not the ones that are on the hook for hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's
1: the thing though is they they there definitely is. Like like there is someone in my I family. I want to
0: fucking tell you because you saw some guy on Twitter be cool and like post funny tweets about his meme coin and you decided to yeah. say, oh my God, I want to be like this guy. Yeah, because and- you're
1: because you're stupid. It's they're Bro. stupid people
2: getting taken Ooh. advantage of. Wait, wait, hold on. We have to go check in on that guy. Okay, because this is the point I was getting to next, oh, which the, is um oh, the eighty-six trillion dollar guy.
0: Oh no, I was thinking about the the Luna guy. Oh, that guy wasn't even. Oh, that was no, stocks, this, but there was, was a guy a while like,
1: ago on Reddit who. Oh uh, yeah, I'll just go fuck myself. Posted man.
2: a <laughs> okay. Explain it. I was trying to, motherfucker. No, you weren't. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> yes, I was. Yes. You fucking interrupted me.
1: But yeah, just while while Tom's gone, the one thing I wanted to say about the people who got duped is just like empathetically it's it's hard not to feel somewhat sorry for people who have like lost their entire life savings because they made a stupid decision but it's so hard also not to think it's funny oh, that it's super funny. like the crypto people had a word for the situation that is happening because they all saw it coming
0: buying the dip
1: like if even the most hardcore believers in this and I don't know what the word is, but if the heart most hardcore believers were like, "Yeah, this could happen," why would you buy into it? It's well, it's the, the stupidest whole,
0: like, thing. It's the you know, like hold. It's like holding turned into a meme. Yeah, like you can't meme something like that. You can't like take the the meaning out of like. What it means to participate in, you know, the stock market basically. But with like fake money, it's like you when you turn it into this joke, it's like I think it becomes less real for people. Like I feel worse for people who have gambling addictions than people who decided to sink six digits into crypto.
1: I would argue that these people also have gambling addictions. They probably also
0: have gambling addictions. I
1: mean. It's the like fucking
0: download DraftKings sports book and have yourself a great night with a hundred dollars.
1: Uh, <laughs> do you have a, do you have an offer code for them? Yeah, no, Doink, free, no, it free, no free ads. Like,
0: yes. Sounded like you were really about to do an offer like code. <laughs> Promo code uh Tuesday night.
1: I don't know. I'm finding it really hard to do uh bits and goofs and gaffes. It's been a pretty uh somber episode. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, it I mean, yeah. It it is kind of difficult because like, you know, none of the stuff we're talking about is funny or happy in any way. Like it just all fucking sucks. You know.
0: Yeah. And it also, I mean, it does suck because uh the success and the, you know, pitfalls of the crypto economy Do have tangential effects on the actual economy, (laughs) sure, Uh, and that's gonna suck when that you know is another thing added to the pile of shit we have to deal with right now. The other
1: unfortunate,
0: sorry, been the case
1: for a while that like fucking like stock shows, like the shit your dad watches to see how the stock market's doing, like have also been reporting on crypto. Like it's absolutely integrated into the economy, even if it's in like a really weird abstract way. So and the unfortunate thing is that again, you know, not not to harp on the 2008 housing crisis, but it's I view it similarly, it's there's no fallout for you know Elon Musk, there's no fallout for uh big rich crypto investors. No. The or creators is or creators. The fallout is on a normal person. The fallout is on the dipshit guy that you went to high school with who didn't really do anything wrong besides being stupid. You know? Nobody nobody who actually did something wrong or was evil in any, any way is gonna even remotely suffer from it. Eric Adams isn't gonna suffer from this. Um, what was the country that based their economy on crypto was that El Salvador? They
0: didn't base their economy on crypto, they accepted it as a national currency. So I've seen a lot of people gotcha. being like, "Oh my god, El Salvador's fucked." They're not like they I mean, obviously it's going to affect their economy in a much more direct way than it would like to our market, but what it's really going to fuck over there are all of the people who own businesses.
2: Who have
0: to accept this currency. And it's just like, fuck. Yeah, because I
1: paid you $15 worth of Bitcoin for a pizza and now that's worth $5 and you still have to pay $15 worth of bills.
0: Mm -hmm. Bills?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what a pizza place has costs for
0: stuff. It's actually,
1: I feel like a pizza place is maybe the easiest place to figure out what their costs are. Yeah, that's Like flour, cheese.
0: Pretty low margin. Yeah. Unless you're getting, you know, crazy. Just a
1: quick aside while we're waiting for Tom to come back. I worked at Papa John's and I know for a fact that their pizzas cost, I think it was like 80 cents to make and they sell them for like 20 bucks. That rules. Yeah. Well, So also while we're waiting for Tom to come back, do we want to do Union dues or do we want to wait for them?
0: Run that shit off if you got it. Union dues. This is the theme song for the segment that we made up. Ding, 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 ding.
1: Yeah, I'm going to we're going to leave that in the episode just like that. That's the song. I just did it. That's what I did last time. I don't know of any non-Starbucks. Uh, unions, but I think it, was been a big, a it was a big of... week
0: for Starbucks.
1: I swear to God, like every two days, I see a tweet from the Starbucks union about how a new store has been every new. day. It's pretty sick, and it's fucking awesome. Pretty sick. I mean, I'm just gonna scroll back through their Twitter. One in Orange County, California, just announced uh, they're going to unionize. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in Connecticut, one in Santa Cruz, uh, just got a union. Uh, one, Another one in Santa Cruz. I think they're at like 70 that have won a union at this point. Uh, no. And they've got like another 140 sitting in the wings waiting for... Let's get one for each. I want 140 ham horns. Yeah, all right, let's...
0: not nearly enough <laughs> it's not
1: 140 but you we'll know do what it i'll take segments. it in
0: segments we'll do it in segments
1: okay okay so like we'll say a few things and then do another 20 or 30 horns yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha
0: <laughs> doink's waveform
1: looks crazy <laughs> it's just a solid block
0: that's the ham horn baby but yeah i mean
1: it's it's fucking it's a sick time it's A really cool time to be interested or involved in organized labor. I mean, I can't remember any time in the past five to 10 years where there has been anywhere even close to this much activity.
0: No. Or like at least that much coverage. I mean, there's been, you know, historical periods of a lot more union activity than this, but, you know, the like sheer coverage and like the, The expanse of it, like the types of jobs still that are being unionized, it's fucking sick.
1: Well, and the cohesion of it, like everything in the past few years has been individual. Like it's been, hey, this Amazon location with 40 people tried to unionize and failed. You know, not to discount all of those efforts, but you know, I haven't seen you know, 300 places all try and unionize at the same time and all draw strength from each other.
0: Yeah. There was also that Amazon union in New York that voted after the big one that failed really badly. (laughs) I I think that
1: as far as like coverage is concerned, the type of coverage that unions are getting is changing too. Mm -hmm. Like you're seeing a lot, you're still seeing it for sure, but you're seeing a lot less like vitriol About unions and a lot more, at at least like more neutral coverage of it, which is good. Like it's, Mm. I think that in a lot of ways, maybe the, the media outlets are seeing the writing on the wall and they don't want to get on these people's bad side. At least I kind of hope that's what's happening. The other cool part is I don't think I've seen a unionization effort like any of them that has genuinely failed the uh, the Amazon location in Bessemer that one failed but there were there was massive 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 union busting and alleged fraud and stuff yeah every single Starbucks location that the vote has failed on there have been challenges to the votes because of union busting yeah and i mean that's that's not just happening at individual Starbucks locations like they're rolling out like corporate level Nationwide anti-union measures, and like it's just falling flat on their face. Like I know they did the one thing where they like started giving raises and more benefits to employees who weren't unionized, and then yeah. used like some weird loophole in the union code to say like, oh, we can't give that to the union members. Like, we have to. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was even a weird loophole. I think it was just a lie. I think yeah, they just lied. I think so. Flat out. Very cool. But I'm 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 not saying I'm not talking about the the. Union busting stuff specifically, I'm saying the mentality more yeah. so like the no I haven't seen a place turn it down and say we don't want a union. Yeah. I've seen them say we do want a union and then get union busted to hell, but yeah, I've I I don't think I've seen anti union sentiment among workers in any of these places the other cool thing about it is that every little bit of anti-union propaganda that companies seem to push out only seems to embolden unionization efforts. I think yeah. that people see, you know, what happened at Amazon and Bessemer and I think that if anything only motivated uh, the folks at at which which warehouse did did Chris Small's get unionized? One uh, of the New York uh, ones. Just the
0: big New York one. Yeah. But I
1: think the people at at that Amazon probably saw how things went down at Bessemer and, you know, the other Amazon warehouses that have tried to unionize and said, uh, Mm -hmm. something's up here. And maybe that motivated them. And I think that's, that's cool. You know, if, if there can be a silver lining to all that union busting and that it motivates people to unionize further down the line, that's, it's something nice to think about while we wait, you know, it is. Are we all messaging Tom to see if they're going to come back? There oh. they are. Welcome back, Tom. We're talking union dues, but we can we can go back to crypto if you want to yeah. say your piece.
2: No. Um. What are we at with <laughs> unions for Starbucks? <laughs> uh, I we, don't know. Why don't we just t- talked about that a
1: decent <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, we
0: talked about it. It's that. like
1: 140 waiting for an election, and I think they just broke 70. Um. That
0: 70
1: have unionized. unionized. Yeah. Uh had like Christ. within the past four or five days.
0: Yeah, I think
2: there've been like 15 that have won several God unanimously. Damn, yeah. I'm I'm going to one tomorrow nearby that just unionized. It's like the second one in my state. It's like 20 minutes away. And they just un- they uh-huh, just yeah. voted to unionize like unanimously, like 13 to zero.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I do think it's button. worth noting that there are
1: nine thousand Starbucks-owned stores in the U.S. So, like, there's still a long way to go. But, right. like Alex said, like they're churning out like a store a day. Like it's it's going strong. They're also getting some of the important ones. Uh, I think out of the roasteries, I I believe there's only one non-union roastery left. Um, And the Starbucks manufacturing plant, they have like a steel manufacturing something. I don't know why, but I believe their manufacturing location is unionizing. So, like, yeah, there's a bunch left, but also the big ones are going yeah. and the momentum is headed the right way. Oh, yeah, They're the like main. In New
0: York is... mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was just, I didn't realize that the reserve roastery in New York uh, has unionized. I'm going to go there.
1: Yeah, that one, um, didn't didn't Starbucks main roastery like yeah, the first Seattle, one, the Seattle one. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. The only one that's left is in I wanna say Vermont. Something like oh, that. Oh, well, I think we can count that one on the list. Yeah, it's 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 pretty neat though, because like again, not to discount smaller stores, but like there's one right across the street from me that's one of those drive through ones that probably only has about five employees. Yeah. You know. If you get the roastery with, you know, 80 employees, you know, the the one with five employees can come after. You know, yeah, if you're getting you, big wins, I don't know. You get you've got to build it to the point where like employees from other stores that are bigger and have unionized can start branching out to smaller stores and posing the option and making the arguments. Because yeah. if you got a store with six employees and you know there's there there's that thing that happens at small locations like that i've worked in places like that where it it just gets too personal you know like mm-hmm. you see your boss every day you've got their personal phone number and it it it's a lot harder at that point to bring unions unionization up but if you know you've got a representative from the union who says hey i've helped this many stores unionize this is why you should not do it i can help you out like that's that's really when i think the momentum is gonna pick up On the other hand, the tipping point is a lot easier, though. Yeah. It's a lot harder to convince 41 people to unionize than it is to
2: convince three. Yeah. Absolutely. And another massive thing that has been going on is like the speed at which it has picked up. And it's like, I mean, they voted, they unionized the first one. The one in Buffalo was December 9th. And it's Mm -hmm. like since then, we've had another six months, 70 Yeah. Like, like, and we've had like, 70 fucking stores unionized since then and a lot of them it did not get off the ground for a while and even in the face of like one of the largest like union busting campaigns at least that i've seen in my lifetime and they're fighting against it and it just seems to continue to spread it is literally the only thing that is has been keeping me going recently Is just seeing shit like that. Like shit has been so awful and so depressing, and I'm so burnt out by everything everywhere, and all at once. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, Yeah. I had COVID. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, But it's like seeing shit like this. It's like maybe things will. Yeah. Well, I won't go that far to say that things will be okay, but. (laughs) Maybe things will be less terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the path
1: to making things more okay, though, is through concerted- Collectivism. Like, collectivist measures like unionization. I mean, if, if you know, our discussions about abortion and Roe v. Wade showed anything, it's that, like, we can't fucking count on anyone who's going to ask you to vote to do shit. can't. The other thing I'm interested in is if this, um... I don't want to say fragmented because it's not fragmented because they build off of each other. But I'm curious if this smaller scale organization translates to lar- larger organization. Like, will something like 30 Starbucks stores unionizing help a manufacturing plant unionize? I, I read an article recently about... Uh, why the the amazon unions failed and they made a good point which which you made earlier actually which is just like it's there's a a level of scale which is just hard to convince that many people yeah and it it might take a while to be completely honest but i do think that smaller scale initiatives like this will help if only because it it's an example where it works you know like union unionization in the u.s was so low before all this and still is but it's changing uh But it was so low that like it was hard to say like unions can help you because there were like three industries that were largely unionized and they were very different. But if you can walk into a Walmart that's got 150, 200 employees and say, hey, there's six unionized Starbucks within 10 miles and it's working for them, all of a sudden that 200 person store gets easier to unionize. And if you can point at all these Walmarts that have unionized, all of a sudden the warehouses and manufacturing plants get easier to well, organize. You won't be able to point at the WalMarts that have unionized because whenever Walmart stores unionized, they just close. The they store. Explode. Close them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had I think a meat cutters union that went that happened and, and that's they just they- removed. Like yeah, that's why you don't ever see uh, uh, yeah fresh lunch meat in Walmart anymore. Just the prepackaged and stuff. It's because their meat Walmart. cutters unionized. Walmart used
0: to be my favorite place to get fresh lunch meat
1: really oh yeah me neither but you know what i'm saying it's they're willing to just shoot they're willing to fucking gnaw their own own limbs off to spite unionization they can they can just spare
0: to drop a store and then put another one up a mile away from where that was and not hire. there is a limit to
1: how far that can go though like at a certain point
2: it does get expensive it's gonna get too costly but, for them to do. But but who who has a bigger chest of resources them or us is is yeah. truly what it comes down to. I I think that some days I think that it's us. Some days I think that it's them. Um I mean like perfect example is like going back to Starbucks. Like the first Starbucks, the original roastery in Seattle originally unionized in the 1980s. And then 2 years later they moved to dissolve the union. Because of like the the labor busting movement, like because of the union busting efforts of, of yeah. Starbucks. And so it's like, like, fuck, like, like Alex said, like, they are willing to gnaw off their own goddamn limbs. Like they will go to, I truly believe any length, I believe that they will bankrupt themselves. They will go in the negative if they believe that in the future it will create growth for them bleak episode gang. yeah i was about to say on the bright side we chose a really cheery topic this week
0: really cool <laughs> world we live in
2: yeah sure do love being
1: alive i honestly feel more optimistic about labor than i than pessimistic though like all the other stuff we've talked about this episode i feel pretty shit about
2: but like that yes, labor's going in the right way yeah <laughs> it's like i see it and it's just like my little nice thing that i get for the day and that's it <laughs> Yeah. I get organized
0: like who, labor, not child labor, because that's yeah, yeah, apps. that one's
1: not doing too hot. Yeah, I do, I do want to kind of end things off by saying, though, that like we talked about collectivism like a lot this episode, and that is really, you know, as people on the left, that is really our only way forward. The only way you are going to. If you, the listeners, would like to be featured in the Union News segment, the only way you can do that is, uh, you know, by being a collectivist, the only way we can overturn Roe v. Wade is by being, you know, a collective and using our collective power. You know n- none of the stuff we talked about this episode happens without groups of people banding together and doing uh, things that Lyle's going to need to cover with the bleep sensor
0: man i was waiting for you to like tie i thought you were like trying to promote the patreon <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like are they really gonna try to twist this into if a, you the listener uh, want to <laughs> join a
1: collective if you want to join a collective group of people that give us five dollars a month it's like uh, 10 taxes. Way. But worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, imagine if your taxes didn't do anything and also sucked. Imagine if your Wait,
0: taxes funded a that's podcast. What, that's what happens. Imagine yeah. if your taxes, <laughs> just My taxes went to just waste paid for a gone. football stadium in Buffalo. I really do want to
2: go back for a second, though, because I do agree with what you were saying, Alex, about collectivism and about how it's important. Like, we do obviously get into a lot of heavy stuff we focus a lot on politics there are a lot of things on here i mean we live in kind of a depressing world like there's a lot of really awful shit going on around us at the moment but it doesn't mean that you can do nothing sorry it doesn't it doesn't mean that your actions mean nothing you can do whatever the fuck you want you can do absolutely nothing and sit around and bitch and moan about it if that's what you want to do nothing's going to change and your material conditions will continue to worsen but i mean in reality, like if you if you don't know what to do, find something you give a shit about. If it's if it is helping people who are homeless, whether it's distributing kits, distributing meals, working in 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 like a, a soup kitchen or or a food kitchen, that's something that's very easy to get involved in. They're always going to need yeah. hands on. You don't need experience. You don't need training. And it's something that you can go do with just like a couple of hours. There are. So many things, if there is something that you give a shit about, if there is some sort of hobby or pastime that you are passionate about, there is a good chance that there is some kind of community program that you can get involved in, that you need to be a volunteer for, and that relies on people like you and people who care, people who are trying to make this world just a little bit better of a place. And that is kind of like LASA, it's the avenue to how we make things okay. Make things a little yeah. bit more okay, and so again, I know that we get extremely doom and gloom on here, but it doesn't mean that you can't do anything. That you are powerless. That there is just nothing you can do to help anybody. Because there absolutely is. So, just wanted to to say that because I agree. Because I I got fucking depressed recording this episode. It has been, oh, an emotional. That's battery. kind of the nice part
1: about leftism too. Is that like. You don't have to, you know, do voting efforts or whatever. You don't have to do a lot of the shit that, you know, the sort of liberal machine asks for. You can just go volunteer, you know, at Habitat for Humanity or whatever the fuck. And, you know, that's furthering the cause because it's part of what, you know, people like us believe in. And you don't have to wait two years for the next election cycle to do it. (laughs)
2: Yeah, do you don't right have now. to vote. You can always just show up at 3706 Underwood Street, Chevy Chase, Maryland, United States. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Whose house is that? That's Brett Kavanaugh's house. Okay. That is public information, so I'm That's in the right. clear on that one. You can always show up there. That's okay. Protesting outside of people's homes. Do it because Good. it makes them Good uncomfortable. Good and also okay. Thank you guys
1: for uh, listening to uh, probably the bleakest episode we've done in a while. Um, the ending was nice though. Uh, you guys know where to find us. It's <laughs> at Sunday underscore pod on Twitter. Uh Sundaymorningpod.com. We got a link tree in the Twitter that's got links to everything. You guys know all that good stuff. Uh if you want to pay for Tom's Whippets, patreon.com slash Sunday morning pod. Next week, uh, we're gonna see if we can pull this together, but we'd like to do an episode on climate. Uh, we're going to do sort of like a deep dive and actually do research for once. Uh, crazy. We've done it like right? two whole times before. Yeah, we've done that before. Three. Credit Fuck three. Three whole times. <laughs> <laughs> so if we manage to pull that together, uh, that's going to be episode 66. It's going to be really good, hopefully. Uh, but look out for that next week. Uh, this has been... Episode 65 of the Sunday Morning Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Good morning, Sunday morning. And we will see you next week. Hopefully.
0: (laughs) Good morning, Sunday morning.